promised, Mission Sunday has a great history at Christ Church. You have always been very mission-minded, supporting the work of God through local, regional, and worldwide mission efforts. On this Sunday, we celebrate what some of those efforts have been and encourage your continued support by making a faith promise. What is a faith promise? It's a promise to give over and above your regular giving to support the missions work of Christ Church as the Lord blesses you. It's a promise between you and God. God may provide you extra income or a windfall that you weren't expecting so that you have more to give. Or perhaps you're inspired to cut back on some luxury item in order to give to God's mission. I find it particularly meaningful to step out in faith with God for this over and above missions giving. A few weeks ago, a letter went out from our missions board with a brochure and a card. The brochure listed our current giving and mission goals. The card was for you to turn in today or in advance. You can always go online anytime to make your faith promise. Thank you in advance for your support. Hello, Christ Church. This is Pastor Jim. I hope that you are doing well today. The scripture for today is from the fourth chapter of Luke, where Jesus went to Nazareth, where he had been raised. On the Sabbath day, Jesus went into the synagogue and a scroll from Isaiah was handed to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place that he wanted to read from, which was, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus then rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were on him. Jesus then said to them, the scripture you have just heard has been fulfilled this very day. We are to continue the ministry of Jesus. We are to preach the good news to the poor, to proclaim the captives will be released, the blind will see, and the oppressed will be set we are also to teach others what Jesus taught his disciples. We are to feed the poor, care for the sick, and visit those that are in prison. Jesus said that if we have faith in him, we can do what he did, and even greater things, because he went to the Father and sent us the Holy Spirit. This is Family Promise Mission Sunday at Christ Church, where we do our best to fulfill what Jesus has called us to do. Today we'll be showing you three videos. These ministries are some that we have helped financially or helped through volunteers. They are Family Promise, Stand in the Gap, and Salvation Army. I hope they inspire you to also do what Jesus asked of each believer. Hi, my name is Tina Massey and I'm the Executive Director for Family Promise of Tulsa County. Um, I wanted to thank you for allowing me to be here today in by video and talking about the mission I love and how we partner with Christ Church to change people's lives for the better. As you know, the last 12 months has been really crazy with COVID. Um, it has really thrown our families for a loop and our congregations. Um, previously before COVID, as you know, we hosted in the congregations, but as of March of 2020, all of that changed. We knew that there was still a huge need 
for families to be housed. So there was no way we were going to stop. And um, we put our heads together, we found a solution, and now we have actually transitioned into an apartment shelter program. Before COVID, with the help of our wonderful host congregations, we were able to house four families at a time. Um, the pandemic has actually kind of blessed us a little bit because we have more than doubled the number of families that we can serve at any given time. We have gone from hosting four families to now we can host up to nine. It has been a very interesting year. Um, we still totally rely on our amazing host congregations and none of this is possible without your support. Um, our congregations still provide amazing meals and as soon as everyone is ready, we would love to bring back the mentorship um, because our families really truly need it. Um, how our program has changed, it has actually changed for the better. Um, not only are our families thriving, they're growing and actually graduating quicker. Because we have uh, transitioned to an apartment shelter program, our families have a space of their own where they can actually grow and, um, you know, get their lives back together and have a space of their own. It's amazing. Um, I can't even describe the feeling when we go to an apartment and we open the door and we welcome this family home. The children are just absolutely amazed. They're amazed that they either have a bedroom, but the best part is they're, real, they're really happy that they have a bed of their own. Most of the families that we serve are either couch surfing or they're living with relatives or some recently have been sleeping in their cars. Family homelessness is growing and we, are, we really want to be able to step up and meet that need and none of that is possible without you and your support. You guys have been here from the beginning and I cannot tell you how much I truly appreciate and everything that you do, all of the volunteers, you are truly making a difference. I know it's changed because our families aren't in the congregation, but just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. You guys are making magic happen. You're changing the lives of families in need. You're ending the poverty line at that child and you are truly making a difference. And we are so grateful for your partnership and we cannot appreciate you and thank you and bless you enough. So the apartment shelter program is just like the program that we had at the congregations. The families still stay 30, 60 to 90 days. However, the data has shown us that they're actually graduating quicker. So we were able to partner with the Lindsay House and the Mental Health Association to bring, um, to be able to purchase uh, rent apartments at below costs. And that includes all the rent, all the electric, everything that they need. And we now have nine units. We did recently lose the Lindsay House so we were scrambling trying to find another location. However, um, the circle of care stepped up and we are now renting four units from them. One of the units is so large that if we don't have a big family, we can actually house two moms and two children in there at one time. So that brings our total number to nine families in need. And it's amazing to watch the families from the day that they come in and they don't know where their next meal is coming from. They don't know if they're going to have a safe place to sleep to 30 days where they come in just pure excitement. I got a job. I'm saving money. I know I'm going to be able to do this for not only myself, but for my children. By the time they hit 60 and 90, 
they are ready to move out, they are, have saved enough money, they can get into their apartment and taking them to actually sign the lease and them opening the door for the very first time is absolutely priceless. We are truly making a difference in the lives of these families. And again, it's not possible without you. Thank you. Me and my husband, we, we got into drugs. My husband got into gambling and the last bit of money that we did have, you know, he gambled it all away and it, it, it really affected me. I lost the job I was working at. Then we got in a car wreck uh, the car, and totaled the car we had. The place we were staying at, we couldn't afford rent. And then we couldn't afford our bills. And, you know, basically it just uh, threw us both on the streets. So we ended up homeless. The area where we were living originally when we went homeless was a bad area, really bad. Just, you know, sometimes at night you can hear gunshots and people 
uh, on some occasions get murdered over there too. Throughout the course of that time, she ended up pregnant and uh, Trent is born. A month later after Trent was born, um, they found us. So the cops were there, so was DHS, and then they wanted to make sure that he was okay. So uh, they had an ambulance waiting for us and they said that they couldn't check him out there. So they tricked us of going to um, St. Francis and we stayed there about five hours. And then they let us know that we couldn't leave with Trent. So we went to court, we talked to the judge, and um, that's when we met our caseworker, Laura, and uh, she brought us to the shelter home. She brought us to the Salvation Army, and that's where we met Kelly. When they first came to us, they were together physically, but when it came to the emotional aspect of marriage and the, the mental, spiritual aspects of marriage, they weren't quite there. But being homeless for a year and a half can really take its toll on a family, and so they were broken. My relationship with my husband, it was a very, very rocky and it was to the point that there was so much tension and so much frustration and so much hurt that I was going to explode. One of our life skills classes is called the resolution um, and that's when I saw a really significant change with the, the couple where Aaron was learning his role as a husband and also Pam was learning her role as a wife and a mother. Although they were working individually on those things, they started coming together as a couple again. Aaron went to welding school, did a phenomenal job, found a job right off the bat. They're getting money put back, getting those fines, court cost fees paid off. They're just achieving all of their goals. We went to court and we showed uh, DHS that we had an apartment and we had everything that Trent needed. And DHS people, talked to the judge and said, we want you guys to close down the case. They did everything that they had to do and their success story. And <laughs> once they said that and the judge said yes, I cried and I, I, I grabbed them and I hugged them. And I was like, thank you, thank you so much. You know, I get to be a wife, I get to be a mom. I get to see my kid grow up. You don't get second chances to fix what got broken. You don't, and when you do, you have to take it in full force. For this family to have come from living in a tent out in Broken Arrow to working for a company that pays really well, getting good benefits, this is the first time this family's had insurance benefits that didn't come from the state. For those who are supporting the Pathway of Hope program, they would be part of that journey as well to watch these families um, heal themselves and uh, heal each other and pay that forward. It gives hope. Hope for not just today, for, but for the future. So that the cycle of homelessness does not continue, but that it is actually broken. I had like this much hope. And the more my hope grew, the more of my faith grew. We're extremely appreciative of everything that the Salvation Army has done for us because we, a lot of this stuff we really couldn't have done without the Salvation Army and the Pathway Hope Program. The words thank you can't be enough for what Pathway Hope Program and for Kelly and for Don and everybody in the Salvation Army does for, 
different people. For people like us. I'm always inspired by the variety of ways that you are supporting the work of God's kingdom in the world. The wonderful thing about these local mission efforts we've heard about is you can get individually involved if you like. I am so grateful for the work of our missions board to keep us informed and connected with these local Christ-centered efforts. I do hope that you will consider making a faith promise today. Complete the card that you received to make your anonymous faith promise commitment. You can fill it out, mail it, or bring it by the office, or submit a faith promise on our website under the missions tab. What is a faith promise? Again, it's a promise to give over and above your regular giving to the support, the mission work of Christ Church. It's anonymous. It's between you and God. God may provide you with extra income or a windfall that you weren't expecting, so you have more to give. Or perhaps God inspires you to cut back on something in order to have a little bit more to give to God's mission. You fill out the over and above amount between you and God, and then you trust Him to provide you with the over and above income. Thank you in advance for your faith and generosity. I look forward to hearing the stories of how God blessed and provided for you so you could give over and above to His mission in the world. Lisa? Yeah. There's music coming out of my printer. How is music coming out of your printer? Apparently the paper's jamming. <laughs> nice. Throughout the summer, children and student ministries are offering activities, summer camps, and mission opportunities. Check your email or the Christchurch website for more information. You can also email or call us to get added to the mailing list for your child or teen. Opera Club is back with a new name. The All Ears Music Appreciation Society features all kinds of musical entertainment, from documentaries to recorded concerts to your favorite operas and more. Join us the first Sunday of every month in the church movie room for our musical experience and discussion. This month, we'll have a documentary about one of the most recorded pieces of music ever, The Four Seasons, including a performance by 19-year-old Julia Fisher, this Sunday, June 6th at 2 p.m. The challenges of raising your children don't end when they turn 18. Herding Parent Support Group can help you navigate the changes your family encounters as your children become adults. Herding Parents next meets today, June 6th at 5 p.m. You can find all of this information on our website, cumctulsa.com.